Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution. Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com.
Merry Christmas. Hello, Jobless. Hello. Listen, big stuff. What are you doing for Columbus Day, dude? Oh, boy. You know, I know I'm a a gigantic Columbus Day fan. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm getting everything ready over here for the huge blowout, the Columbus Day blowout. Oh, it's my I go big every year. You know what I mean? Well, you have to. You know, there's nothing like (laughs) celebrating the man who slaughtered thousands of people. I know. Did he? Did he? He also like helped us so many people, too. Right? I I, I believe so. There's a lot of cities (laughs) named after him. Okay, gun to head, favorite Columbus ship, go. Um oh, it's a tie. It's a three way tie. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it. Blammo, blammo, blammo. Where are you, dude? Where you been? I'm in uh Las Vegas, Nevada, City of Dreams. Is that what they call it? Um, I've heard of, is it Windy, Windy City? Is that the, no. Ah, man. Can't know. Ah. Here's the thing. We're, we're terrible at these city nicknames. <laughs> the big, uh, uh th- that's the big easy, right? Where you're at? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Big, okay. Okay. Biggest, biggest easy in the land. Uh, okay. No, I'm in, I'm in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada for the folks at home for a uh, live show for Drinking Bros Live, our sister show. We're doing a Friday night live show at Leathernecks Bar. Oh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Leathernecks. Yeah. Uh, Is that a straight bar? Or? Uh, I hope not. Okay. You know? Yeah. 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 I'm huge in the gay community, by the way. I bet. Yeah. What, what would they yeah. call you? Uh, you the a little c- twink. <laughs> um, I'm going to say opposite of twink, but uh, not bear because you're not hairy. Gosh, what do they call you? I don't nah, know. It's twink. It's twink. They, say, they call me twinkle, twinkle, little star. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm their little star. Right. You're a uh, twink is- to giants, basically, right? If they're giant. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, um, and and I feel good about all that. So hopefully there, there's a, a hopefully it's just an all gay bar Friday night, and um, I can really get wet, you know. Dude, that would be fun, actually. <laughs> you know, could you imagine? You know, she can party. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm down. I, I don't give a fuck. No, but uh, <laughs> Bush Bradley, uh, the headliner of the Stratosphere, is going to be on the show. He's one of the special guests, and then uh, uh, UFC champion. Forrest Griffin is, is going to be our, our special guest that night. And uh, it's the night before the McGregor fight. So we're going to get his, his input and, uh, and go bug fuck that night. It's going to be nice. And you're going to say McGregor a million times, right? McGregor. <laughs> oh, man, you, you have no idea. So I, I roll into Vegas and, you know, you walk into the, the hotel casino. Shit ton of Irish fans by the way who travel that motherfucker can get these guys to travel from ireland and they take over so i I literally all i'm hearing is just screams of (laughs) is it you screaming or they're screaming they are and and look i I, i've joined along um the other thing that i i found interesting is so i i followed them and i was like where the fuck are these guys going because it was uh, i want to say about a 11 30 in the morning right and right. they seemed shithoused. So I followed them and I fo- they, they went all the way over to the sports book 
to bet on the fight. So I was like, oh, shit. I looked at the odds. McGregor is not the favorite in this. Really? Yeah. I mean, Khabib, look, Khabib is great, and he's undefeated, and uh, that guy's a fucking beast, but I am really, really surprised. So I stood in line with these dudes and and bet just because I was with them, and I got caught up in the magic of it. That sure. There's a bar... There's a bar over in New York, New York Hotel where we stay because it's right behind the the T-Mobile Arena, which is great. So anybody who's coming out here for an event, try to get a room at at, uh, New York, New York because it's literally a a 50-yard walk over to the arena, which is amazing. No cabs, no Ubers, no nothing. And these guys went straight from the sport book, sports book to nine fine Irishmen, that Irish bar in here. Yes. So they actually go there, huh? It's not like not only, <laughs> not only yeah 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 not only do they go there but it was open that early. Oh yeah, no, of course that I that I completely <laughs> believe that's not a yeah. I was kind of shocked by that. I was like, whoa! In uh, Vegas, I, can you really be shocked by anything? Like I guess that? not. No, yeah, you I need to, you need to get your Vegas legs back. You're just getting your legs back under you. You can't be shocked. Yeah. You can't be shocked by that kind of stuff out there. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I guess because it was so like we're three days away from the fight. You know what I'm saying? So oh, okay, it, <laughs> yeah. Because this shocked. was yeah, this was yesterday. Yeah, this yeah. was Wednesday morning, right? And um, I, I was like, whoa, whoa. This is you guys are making a like a full vacay out of this, a week long vacay. So they're here for it. All right, they're here for it. You know who else? So I, I was also out here, James, interviewing Pete Rose. Oh, uh, love him. How how great was that interview? So I, I did an interview with Pete Rose on her sister show, Drinking Bros. And I, is it weird to say that I feel like I'm bros with Pete Rose now? It kind of sounded like you were. And he, I don't know, he just seems, he's he's got this thing. I like him. He's down and dirty. He doesn't give a fuck. He's no, come up, a- he's like a phoenix rising from the ashes. I mean, that guy, he's been down. He's yeah, been, he's, he's, he's like. He's been down. He's been, he's like Ben Affleck's back tattoo. Yes, exactly. And I'm sure he would uh, be happy to hear that. Yeah. So, (laughs) but right. I mean, when you've been to, to down, down and you come back up to like some kind of level, I mean, you gotta be cool, right? You've been through it. And he is, he is, he doesn't give a shit. And I think that's really it seems like that's where that comes from. Of like, I've been through it. Come at me. Like, get be mad that I say something. Really, I'd love for you to. You know? Yeah, and he's it, it, one of those guys too. And we actually, I, we might run just the Pete Rose interview off of our our feed on on Ross Patterson Revolution next week, um, because he's one of those guys where he's so entertaining and he's he's got such great stories that you could almost just turn the mic on and walk away. Yep. Because he's the guy's seen it all and done it all. And um, he's one of my favorite guests to have on. But, but, anyways, you know, I've, this is the second time he's been on. And he remembered everything about me from a year ago. Like, you know, the first thing he said when we got off air was like, I bet you were at that Ohio State game last week, you dirty motherfucker. And I was like, I, w- I was. I You're like looking like, down to be like, where's my Ohio State stuff? Nowhere. Yeah. I, I, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, I thought it was like a magician or a sleight of hand where I was like, am I wearing Buckeye yeah. shit? And I wasn't. <laughs> I was wearing some Black Rifle coffee gear. And I was like, oh, he genuinely just remembered. And then he starts launching into, we, we share the same 
political beliefs in this world sure. and just pr- pretty much worldview of of not being pussies in this world yeah and um so immediately he launches in like he leans in and launches into that because he's again like a bro where it's just like hey man you're the only one i can confide in in this but this is bullshit this is bullshit this is bullshit right i'm not gonna repeat what he said but no, it was no, awesome no, no, no. and uh we we chatted for you know about forty five minutes afterwards, and uh, I feel I feel like I'm I'm besties with Pete Rose now. You should you should feel that way. Uh, but I like that. I like I like to have people like that on my on my beef fry roster. Which and is also like, hey. he he lives in Vegas, right? Like that's his fucking jam, or is he lives somewhere else? And don't. yeah, that that's his jam. He's here um, about I think he said about two hundred days out of the year doing signings. And then Dang. the rest of it, he, he travels around the country and, and does speeches, uh, dinners and banquets and all that other stuff. And uh, it's just a fucking a, a rad dude who gets it. Like nice. some some of these athletes, because, you know, with the sports show and all that stuff that I'm hosting now, like I sit down with all these athletes. You can tell some of them don't get it. And what I mean by that is some of them think they're larger than life and then it's never going to end and they don't have to go back to the people or whatever and it's like no you kind of have to do and you know unless you make fuck 300 million dollars because let's face it when pete was playing these salaries didn't exist this this started you know late 90s is when people started really getting paid in baseball right you were making a gajillion dollars and um you know unless you're making that kind of money and you can walk away from public life essentially you're gonna have to go out and, and meet and greet and press the flesh in, uh, in order to not get a real job and uh he's one of those guys who, who gets it and he gets the industry and the business and all that other shit and and he understands that people love him and want to hear his stories because he was there um so yeah he he gets it but a lot of athletes don't yeah yeah he's awesome um, dude yeah, because t- in today's world, some of the athletes are like, yo, I'll be an athlete, I'll have a huge social media account, and then I'm good on that. It's like, no, no you've actually got to gotta brand yourself properly, and then you got to set up you know, a business for later on down the road after your career is over, and uh, a lot of people don't get that. He gets it. He's been, well, he's been, you know what? Yeah, because he's had to grind, right, to get back up from his hole. So remember, like walking by, like a little store in Caesars, and it's like signings by Pete Rose. You know, yeah. when it yeah. was when it was down, and he was just like kept at it, dude. And he was like, "I'm here. Whoever wants to come see me." And then people started wanting to come see him. You know. Well, you, you know, he was then he was hosting a, a show on Fox. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, the guys turned it around. Like, yeah, he, he's doing awesome. So Pete Rose is great. It was a fucking blast. Uh, you know who's not doing great is Damon Wayans, which we'll get to in a second. Please, <laughs> please. Boy, bombshell. But first of all, we got some sponsors who put this whole fucking shit wagon to be on the air, don't they, Jabes? They really do. First and foremost, talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Starting your day off right means starting your day off with a cup of Black Rifle Coffee. Some of the finest coffee in the land. It is a premium roast-to-order coffee. Small batch. They make it fresh in the warehouse. Ship it out straight to you. They got K-cups. They got bags. Some of the finest apparel in the land. You see me wearing it all the time. 
the hats, T-shirts, all of it. Uh, go to BlackRifleCoffee.com and get, get yourself something from uh, America's premier 100% veteran-owned company. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use the one-time promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. And uh, I would highly recommend using it on the subscription of the month club. That's going to be your best savings in this world. Uh, that shit comes straight to your house day and date every single month. Uh, you can always depend on those guys. And it's about $4 cheaper than Costco. Next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Strikeforce Energy. Boom, 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 boom. Shablankers. Shablankers. Strikeforce Energy is everywhere. Man, they are, they are everywhere. Uh, they're at all these tailgates now, man. I'm seeing them crop up all over the place, and uh, I love it. Crop up, pop up. <laughs> Put a little top up. Uh, big fan of Strike Force Energy. They got four amazing flavors. Talking about a ridge, lemon, orange, and make America grape again. They got a 10-pack, a 40-pack, and a 750-milliliter bottle that rests on your bar top or countertop. So you can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and go. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com right now and jump on the train. Uh, use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. That's good every time, by the way. Every single time. And they ship everywhere in the entire world, which is nice. Uh, next up, we got StraightRazors.com. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. Are you right, kids? Ooh, there it is. <laughs> I was trying to give you time to turn down your headphones, and I thought, forget it. Yeah, you were like, turn down for what? Turn um, down for what? We got Luke Webster in the house tomorrow in Vegas, here for the McGregor fight. We're going with him to the fights, uh, a bunch of other peeps. He is the owner of straightrazors.com. I'm going to get a pick with this guy. He's, uh, I wonder if he still has that mustache. I hope he does. He's one of the most entertaining individuals on the face of the planet. Uh, straight razors. Dude, somebody hit me up today and said, hey, they took a picture of the cologne and they said, fuck you, Ross. You're right. This is the greatest cologne ever. And I was like, I wasn't lying, G. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't do that to you. We give guarantees here. Do you know what I mean? If you yeah. want a guarantee, <laughs> you've got it. Can you is ask it? him how he feels about how you, you like it? I will. I, I will ask him in person, but just want to uh, make sure you know. I'm yeah, not gonna yeah, yeah. stop. I'm not gonna stop. I just want to know. You know, the guy who hit me up about the cologne, by the way, said I'm coming to the live show Friday night, and I w I really wanted to punch you in the dick, and he goes, I can't because I like this cologne so much. Uh, so I'm psyched about that. Go to straightrazors.com for the finest shaving products in in the lands. Anything you need to be a dude in this life, uh, mustache waxes, beard oils, shampoos, conditioners, you name it, they gots it. Uh, last but oh, use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off at straightrazors.com. Last but not least, talking about my, my new jam, When Darkness Falls, It Doesn't Catch It. It is now available on Audible. This is fucking shattering records. We, you know, we got up to number four in the fucking world on Audible? Um, I'm not surprised. Is that weird? I, I am. I mean, I it's one of those things where it's like um, number one was James Patterson. So, mm. yes, I, I am a little surprised at that. Uh, well, number two was, by, by the way, number two was that girl you were talking about. The girl. With the, uh, the, the Christian. Oh. Wa wash your face. Oh, or? yeah. Girl, wash your face. I don't know what. Oh, so she's Christian, huh? There you go. Yes. There yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah. There's your answer, which is fine. I'm just saying, um, 
that's a that's a very specific demographic. It is, and it is the hundred percent polar opposite of when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. Absolutely. Um, but but I will say this: she was a number one bestseller for a very long time, and the fact that we were you know number four behind those two. Uh, just goes to show you how great this audiobook is. Look, there's an Oscar winner, a couple of Emmy winners in it, and uh, we went hard as rain. If you like the podcast, it's like a six and a half hour movie, and Jables pops up is uh, playing my Asian Samantha. You play my Asian Samantha Davis in that. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping people would think it was just um, a, an Asian actor that you got. So, you know but what's funny yeah. about that? Is a lot of people hit me up and said, "Dude, if I didn't listen to your show and hear Jabes say you you like it, I wouldn't have known who that was." I mean, <laughs> true. Yeah, I don't funny. know. I don't know about that, but I am a master of uh of voices, accents. Yeah. Um. I so we're coming in hot, Jabes. Uh, look, I'm in Vegas. I feel hyped up. I'm sure somebody's going to smear off ice me down in the lobby here when I when I get out. I got uh, mm-hmm. probably about f- five shows this afternoon uh, that we got going on. I'm heading to the the opener, the opening game of the Las Vegas Golden Knights tonight. I'm living the sweet life with with Zach and Cody tonight. I mean, I think I'm in the owner's box tonight, which is nice. Shut up. Yeah. Um. So that's pretty sweet. But uh, the reason why we're coming in so hot is our our beef fry. Uh, one of my best friends in the world, Clayne Crawford, was on the show uh, numerous times, obviously. You guys wanted to hear the the inside scoop on his firing on Lethal Weapon. Everybody said the same thing of, this seems weird. I don't really buy what's going on. Well, yesterday, if you wanted to know who was the crazy one in all of this, Damon Wayans did an interview while on set. While on set, where <sighs> Keisha Sharp, who plays his wife... In, in the in the show she was directing the episode and this is this is literally during lunch on set he does an interview with a, with a magazine on camera and he says he's quitting the show god he's like the, yeah he's like i don't know what they're gonna do but i'm i know i'm leaving or some shit yeah so he goes I, i'm out of here after this 13 so on december i am gone okay first of all Here's how wild this is to, to break it down for like non-Hollywood folks. No one knows. He, he didn't tell his cast. He didn't tell his crew. He didn't tell the studios. He didn't even tell his fucking agents that he was going to quit the show. He does this interview with some uh, like small thing. It was like European something or other. Um, so obviously they caught him in a moment and he was clearly in his feelings or whatever the fuck was going on on set that day. But... Um, the next day, he's got to go back to work with all of these people. Now, keep in mind, there's about 160 crew members somewhere in that neighborhood who work on a show like Lethal Weapon. Not only are, are they out of a job now in December, right before the holidays, right before Christmas, but so is your cast. So all those people who are you know, making a shit ton of money living their life are now out of jobs. That one decision out of nowhere without telling anybody, even his agents and shit didn't know, um, that cost about 200, 200 jobs that day. Jesus, I really don't like him. 200 <laughs> jobs. Um, but the thing is, it really corroborated everything um, that Joey or Clayne said on the show. So yeah. when he was like, he's always wanted to leave, he just wanted to find a way out. 
it, it was awesome that after we aired our episode or you guys aired your episode, that all these things are starting to f- fall into place and be true. And that's always how it works, doesn't it? If you just stay fucking true and just like tell, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and here's what it I like. Will always uh, fall. Uh, they will always hang themselves if you just like stay quiet, be chill. You know, he did one interview with you guys, but it was it was basically just two bros talking. Um, but that's pretty much all he did. And he let the crazy person, which you should always do, just spin in a circle and go crazy because they will. They'll show themselves. Yeah. And I like what I like how Klain chose to do it because again, he didn't want to go to I mean, he got a, a fuck ton of offers to go to like GQ and all those other things to tell his story. But he was like, Man, I think somebody's gonna misconstrue this or edit it how they want. So I'm gonna come on the show, do one interview about it with my best friend, and then leave it for the world and that's it. Um, yep. he's not gonna talk he's not gonna talk about it anymore. He's not gonna go go into it or, or dig into the past and all that other shit. That's it. And then boom, a few weeks later, Damon has spun out of control. And uh, the, his, his quote was, I, I think I'm, I'm just going to go back to the stage. I want to try to find my smile again. Nuts. What are you in fucking cocoon? Yep. Like, you're nuts. You're, fu- you're out of your mind. <laughs> you're out of your mind. I'm 58. By the way, 58. It's not that old. You're just crazy. But um, <laughs> yeah, he even used the line from Lethal Weapon. I don't know if, if he was being ironic or, or not, but he goes, man, I'm 58 years old. I'm a diabetic. I'm working 16 hours a day. I'm too old for this shit. And people were like, hey, man, that's <laughs> it's so awesome. My God. Weapon. Think about how the show may go down in some kind of history where both of the characters <laughs> in the show like just turned into the character like both of the guys turned into the characters (laughs) here's what i love about it though is had it continued i think it's the show it still would have been great no matter what they were going through because because they were being they were doing it (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean they were daniel day lewising without knowing it you know and when they look back as the kind of actors you know that they are they may be like oh my gosh i really was in it wasn't i I really yeah, and, and and the other thing for the audience I, I want to point out, and again, this is like super insider Hollywood shit, but uh, the ratings for the first two episodes ha- have been pretty decent with Sean William Scott. So really? it would have it would have continued. Fox Fox was in negotiations at the time to pick up uh, more episodes, but so, Klein ag- said he just didn't want to do it. He was finding any way to get out of it, and he thought. Yeah. Let me get Riggs off the show because there's no way they're going to keep it going, right? So let me right. spin my little fucking web and see what happens. And that backfired. And then he just fucking was like, and now the ratings are good. He lost it. He's like, I'm going to be on this show for 30 years. Forget it. Right? Yeah. So uh, anyways, I've gotten all of your messages and everybody sent me articles uh, over the last day. I I promised I would talk about it. And there you have it. you know, I, I, I talked to Klain yesterday right after it broke, spoke with him for a while, and his only comment on it was, um, I'm just sad for the people that lost their jobs. That was literally the only thing he said about it. And then, you know, but that's what he's about- always said. He's always been, you know, more worried about the crew and everyone else than, you know, the bullshit that was going on with them. So, yeah, that makes sense. And then, and, and, and by the way, that's genuine. 
Uh, oh no, I know. I'm just saying, 100 yeah. percent real. That, that's all he said. He goes, man, I, 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 I don't really care about Damon Wayans or what we went through. It just, I, I just feel bad that 200 people lost their jobs, and uh, you know, yeah, because th- he's was, that kind of dude. He'll take that on. You know what I mean? He's not a he's not a fucking asshole, actually. Who you know, a real asshole would just be like, all right, fuck it, and just like be done with it. But he's been carrying around the weight of the of the crew and like things that you know got messed up. So that's just how he is. Yeah. Um, I want to I want to talk about this Kavanaugh thing here. The FBI investigation is done as of right now. The White House has found no evidence against Kavanaugh. There's a big shock. Right. Uh, there's a huge shocker right there. Um, again, Megyn Kelly was on this morning, and Megyn Kelly's fully turned. And I th- I think it's because we've, we've talked about this before, that she's probably going to lose her job at NBC after this contract. I think she's just trying to set up going back to Fox after this. That's kind of what I'm feeling. Maybe. Or she just says, fuck it. Because like I said, remember, she was hiding her Trump colors this whole time and trying to be this just like fun loving, (laughs) fun loving morning show host. And all this stuff is happening. And she's like, she's like, I can't do this anymore. You know? Yeah. So in the evidence with the FBI vote, uh, with the FBI uh, reports that they found, uh, they couldn't find any corroboration for this woman's story. Uh, the other biggest thing is, uh, again, they couldn't find, she, she couldn't tell you what year, what day, week, month, uh, uh, what the house looked like, anything else. The Democrats right now are screaming that, oh, you know, well, they should do a more thorough, comprehensive investigation for what? To, to try to go back and find a house from 1983? I, I don't even know how you would go about that, to be honest with you. Um, because if, if somebody can't testify as to even where they were, what month or year, and all that other shit. I don't know what you're going off of then. And uh, it was the, the, recommend, the recommendation of, you know, that chick who was the, the running the hearing, asking the questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, she, she was just like, look, I, I wouldn't even bring this to trial because we don't have any evidence. We can't even get a, a time or a, a date or a year locked down. So I, I don't know what, what you do with this like it's just kind of somebody coming out of the woods and saying this happened to them but they have no witnesses nobody was there and you can't remember where or what date or year it is and uh this is uh, this is over at this point um the final vote is probably coming this weekend and uh for me personally with the hell that this guy and his family has been through i i hope the rest of his life goes smoothly because this has been a fuck all all the way around right and, um, you know, I, I just, God damn it. I, I, I really do feel genuinely bad for this dude. And the fact that, you know, they've been scrutinizing yearbooks or whatever, like there was somebody on Megyn Kelly's show this morning talking about, they should, they should have put more time in the yearbooks for what I look, I, 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 we just moved into a new house. I was looking through my old yearbooks for the first time in 20 years. I don't know what the fuck any of that shit meant that I, I wrote. I remember GLTS get laid this summer. That's about it. You know? Oh, dang. You're a fucking gang rapist, dude. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? What if that was written in his fucking yearbook? Can you imagine? I'm sure it was. And, um, but like shit like that was, and that's what they're scrutinizing, you know, is like, um, what was it? That like him and a couple of other buddies had like hooked up with some girl. And so they were like on the, 
what was it? Part of the, whatever the girl's name is, her crew or something, something stupid like that, right? They're right. Eskimo brothers, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, that's all they were saying, but that's what they're scrutinizing. But um, the only way that I can respond to, to this is just like nobody wins, you know? And it, I hate, I just hate it. So nobody wins. If something happened to that girl, like, that's fucked up. It's fucked up for him. It's fucked up that th- th- there's only a couple things that can be true. Either they're using her, she's doing it on her own, or it really happened. All of those are bad, right? I, I guess, like, I, I, I've sat back and tried to think about why do this. Uh, if, if you were this girl or the other two girls, like, exactly. the other two women, the other two women, I mean, they, they have not, like, not one iota like that they were even there or, or that even yeah. happened with them. I'm not talking they, about them. They're the, all that other shit is bullshit. No, I, I, I know. And, and, but here's my point with those two women, you could tell that they were just kind of let's grab some press and, and, and do some interviews and get her name out there and try to grab some quick cash with this professor though, this, this Dr. Ford either it, it's one of two things to me. Like, um, she was put up to this, and they told her, look, if you go through this, we'll pay you some money and then you can, you know, you'll get a massive book deal out of it and you'll be rich essentially for the rest of your life. Um, or she is just a hardcore Democrat to me mm-hmm. that is just like, I, I want to do this and I'll fucking do this. Um, but again, the, the fact that you can't say anything about where you were and what happened and all that other stuff, did something happen to her in the past? Maybe it did, but you've got to give police or anyone some details 36 years later, not remembering where you were or anybody there. And no, none of the witnesses that you said corroborated your story. I, I don't know what to say at that point. Um, yeah. Other than everybody involved has got to move on with their life. If there was concrete evidence against them, absolutely fire away and, and go after Kavanaugh um, and vice versa. But there wasn't. So, yeah. you know, at this point, I, I don't know if we'll ever get a true answer on this. This will probably be one of those stories that comes out, you know, two or three years down the road of what really happened. Something, something will pop up on WikiLeaks or something and we'll figure this out, but we're not, we're not going to figure it out now. I can tell you that. Yeah, you aren't. And Uh, yeah. And I, I guess just everything coming from both sides. And if you think, if anyone out there thinks that this is a genuine, that anyone on that committee that was talking to her, about how brave she was or the people that were condemning her. If anyone thinks that they give, give a shit about this lady, you're wrong. So anyone that's writing like, oh, yeah, thank, thank you for, you know, t- telling her how brave she is or whatever. They're not doing that. Nobody cares about what this really issue is. So there's no genuine feelings on either side. So we can all just fucking stop the charade, basically. It's politics. And if you think there's going to be a real feeling in there, you're wrong. So I yeah. guess that's where I'm coming from, where it's just like, no one's, no one's caring about anyone as human beings right now. So it's just done. Like, there's no use in, in trying to humanize this situation. And it's shitty. It's shitty for everyone. And even if he gets, you know, when he does, it sounds like gets confirmed. It's like, this is going to be on his, on his resume. That's what everyone's going to fucking talk about. So either way, it's shitty, <laughs> you know, it's shitty. It's shitty. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I, look, I, I, I'm curious to see the vote this weekend. I'm amped for this to be over and done with. And, yeah, uh, that's and for everybody to, it. to fucking move on. And then we yeah. can focus on the, on the midterm elections next month. Uh, speaking of moving on, Suge Knight's moving on to the big house for, for life here. He just got sentenced to 28 years in prison. For right that now. guy? For driving over that guy? For driving over that guy. Yeah. He was going to go to trial and, uh, and fight it. Um, I don't know why he was trying to do that. Instead, he just took a plea deal, and he, he officially got 28 years in prison. When he got sentenced, he gave an old-school Suge Knight glare to the entire family, saying, fuck you. Because that, that, that essentially put him away for life at this point. It, he won't be eligible to get out until he's 82 years old. I mean, are we okay with that? I think I'm okay with that. Are you? I'm fine with it, me <laughs> like, personally. He's been, it, it, it's been kind of this, this thing, right? Where you're like, Suge Knight's not arrested, huh? Interesting. Like, yeah. Suge Knight's not in fucking jail for life. Weird. Um, so now this kind of all, it just sort of makes sense. Like, yeah, of course. The, yeah. the, the weird thing to me, and, and you know, here's a, uh, a great peek inside the justice system you know, he's actually been awaiting trial for three and a half years. So he's been in jail for three and a half years yes. awaiting this trial. Yes. Um, yeah. You would figure somebody like Suge Knight would be able to speed that up a tad, but I guess not. I know. That's weird, huh? Yeah. So uh, he's, he's serving I'm 28 sure and that'll be the end of it. Yeah. But his lawyer probably has push, been pushing it off for, you know. I don't know, probably evidence wise and stuff like that, maybe, or theirs has, but yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's the end of the, the, the end of an era back in the day when I was a kid growing up, it was Suge Knight and, and Puff Daddy. Puff Daddy turned himself into a, you know, almost a billionaire, uh, mogul at this point. Suge Knight went the opposite route. Like he did not change from day one of who he was to all the way up through life in jail. <laughs> Motherfucker, I, you know, I, yeah. he is true to this. You can say that, I guess. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> tell me about it. Like, he was one of, exa- you're right, he was one of the last ones. He's one of the last uh, ones that's really fucking true to this because uh, everyone else, you know, can sing about it, but you can't really do it anymore. You can't no. get away with it, so you, you really just need to sing about the shit that Suge Knight did and pretend that you did it. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, want to give a shout out to uh, one of our best friends, too, who's, uh, who's been on the show, uh, Edie Patterson. Her new show just got picked up, and God damn it, I am excited. So in. Uh, so in, Cool, dude. boy. Do that you know the story? Portrait, Do you know the story of this? Um, yeah. I don't. I can kind of gather what it m- might be like, but yeah, go ahead. So it's called The Gemstones, and uh, for those of you who don't know, Edie uh, is, was Peters and Pool Boy. Um, she was in Whiffler. I think, God bless, she's done fucking six or seven movies with me. She's one of the funniest people on the planet. And I, I was righteous, always waiting. Righteous Gemstones. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always waiting for her to break out. And last year, two, two years ago, she got cast in Vice Principals. She ended up stealing most of the scenes she was in. And she ended up, sh- you know, shooting Gamby at the end of it. And it was so awesome but they killed. They they nuked it after two seasons. Danny McBride said, "I only want to do two seasons of this." So now they're doing this this show called the, the Gemstones on um, uh, HBO again. 
she's playing Danny McBride's wife, and it's a family a, a family of uh, TV evangelists. Oh, I mean, come on. Wait, wait, wait. This gets even better. Guess who's playing? So it's a whole family. Guess okay. who's playing Danny McBride's dad in it? Oh, my God. I don't know. John Goodman. Oh, stop. So, That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, amazing. I so, love I mean, him. Top, top to boss. Uh, so do I. Um, and then the other guy is the guy from... Uh, uh, shit. He was in Pitch Perfect. Oh, yeah. I know. Um, Adam. Is it? Yes. Adam Levine. Yeah. Ad- I'm kidding. No, <laughs> it might be. Living. It's kind of like know. that. Uh, uh, give me two. Yeah. Give me two hours. I'll find his name. I, exactly on Google, but uh, he's a re- <laughs> he's a really funny dude. Divine That's, Adam Divine. Divine. I was close. Uh, he's a really funny dude. Great cast, and I'm sure they're going to bring the thunder on that one. Uh, look for that sometime around next summer. But that family portrait that just got released, I I, I stood up and and slow clapped. So uh, psyched for that. Uh did you see the Vice trailer? Yeah, I, you want to you want to dive into that? What you what you think of that? I listen. I'm in, and you know why. Yeah, but I, I here's the thing. I I don't feel like I'm in for the reason you are in, though. Okay, tell talk to me. So your boy Sam Rockwell is in it playing george w bush like are you kidding that's perfect uh he just it doesn't fit to me when i saw that trailer no he he he's he looked out of place to me because he does not look sam rockwell is an attractive dude Uh, he he does not look like george bush to me it's the it's the way that he was acting though i think i think after like a second or a full sentence or even a scene, you're going to be like, okay, he's got the essence. I, I don't know if that, you know how it is with impressions. Yeah, but he's but here, got so, the so, essence of it. He doesn't to, maybe to, look exactly like it. Go ahead. To flip it, um, the, the, you know, Vice is, uh, by the way, for the people at home, Vice is about Dick Cheney being the vice president to George W. Bush, obviously. Dick Cheney is being played by Christian Bale. I did not know until the afterwards that that was Christian Bale. Holy fucking shit. Holy fucking shit. Well, you know, my facial recognition is unparalleled. So I recognized him right away. And I was like, oh, did he? I mean, that's a motherfucker that will gain the weight, shave the head, dye gray. You know, I don't think he did. Maybe, maybe he did. You think he gained the weight? Oh no no no! A hundred percent. So oh I, I read the, I read the I read the article afterwards. He put on like I, I think close to sixty pounds for it. Oh, um, boy. he went all in on this. Um, it looks incredible. Uh, from the perspective of of what Christian Bale was able to do, like I mean, he looks incredible as Dick Cheney. I I, I can't believe it. I can't believe how identical the mannerisms are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what he, the, the the weight all, all of it is is flawless and then it pans over to sam rockwell's george bush and i was just like ah it's just sam rockwell sitting across from from a guy who has slaved over this for two years to me well i think you should bite your tongue and shut your mouth because uh you know who you're talking to and you know what you're talking about so let's just stop right there buddy <laughs> first of all and then secondly i think he's gonna surprise you and it might take you a second but I think he's going to surprise you and on how he, he gets certain things 
that maybe will, that will make up for the fact that maybe he doesn't look exactly like him. That's what I'm yeah, going to promise I, you from my boy. And then can we stop putting Amy Adams and stuff, please? Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm all done with her in this life. <sighs> anyway, but that I guess it's just the trailer. You know, trailers fucking get me. But Vice, I was in. I was in. Yeah, so we'll see. My, my biggest qualm, too, with that movie is I don't know who your audience is for that. It says it comes out on Christmas Day. Because uh, right. Steve, Steve, Car- Steve Carell is also in that movie, in Vice. But Steve Carell's other big movie. Marwin. Um, that we're, yeah. Yes, that we're amped about comes out on Christmas as well. I don't know who wants to see a political movie about Vice President Dick Cheney on Christmas with their family. And then here's what, the, yeah, here's the other thing is it's Adam McKay directing. Right. So we know from watching that show that he had. That he's really, um, he's really doesn't quite have his bearings as far as dramatic um, directing. So we'll see with that as well. Yeah, he's to, not to me, quite there yet. To me, when I when I watched it, it felt like a, an HBO movie. Like, hey, that would be great if that pops up on a Saturday night on HBO. Got I don't it. know how you're going to get folks to come out and pay money on Christmas Day with their families to go see a movie about Dick Cheney. It's just, it seems seems very odd to me. I, my my Rostradamus prediction is that movie bombs. Okay. Uh, and do, it doesn't do anything. But uh, the other Rostradamus prediction is that Christian Bale gets nominated for an Oscar for it. Absolutely. You gain 70 pounds, you're in the running. You're definitely in the running. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about A Star is Born, Jabes? You've, uh, you've come I around on this you one. I want you at yeah. the end of my life. Nailed it. I just played a clip. That was a clip from the movie. Actually, it wasn't me. Um, oh, that wasn't you. That wasn't you singing. No, no, no. I just kind of pressed the button. I have a little. Uh, I have a, the clip set right here. Um, in case you were wondering. Yeah. No, but, I, was. Um, I was. I think I'm coming. <laughs> I think I'm coming around to it. Damn it. Yeah. I know. It's, I, I'm. I'm kind of in now. It made me. It made me go back and watch Crazy Heart, actually. Not even the first Star is Born. Because he's going to have to beat that performance. Because it's kind of the same. It's the same kind of genre, whatever. He's some alcoholic rock star. And it's a little love story. But, um, yeah. And uh, he, learned, he, um, he learned to play the guitar, right? So he's really playing and he's really singing. Yeah, that, in, a, that, in a star that, is born. A hundred percent. That's all 100%. Bradley Cooper. He's yeah. also directing it. Um, she's singing in it as well. And I will say this: some of the footage that you'll see in the movie is actually live from concerts. Like they popped up at Coachella yes. and shot some of that. So like the shit you're seeing, a, a lot of it was real. Where you're just like, oh fuck, you're, you're getting genuine reactions. So I, I'm I'm in now. I, I wasn't in before, and I am now. Uh, me too. Here's what's hard with me with Bradley. Cooper, Elephant Man, um, is like a reporter was like, um, you sound really good. Like, I can't believe you can play the guitar that well or whatever. And he's like, it just doesn't even feel like it's me. It's, it's not me playing, you know, it's just the character like comes out. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck you, bro. Like, don't talk so I can maybe get into this movie. Otherwise, I'm not even going to give you a chance. You weirdo. It's you fucking yeah. playing the guitar, you idiot. <laughs> so, and, and Elephant Man, put, on a, put, put some makeup on. 
don't make me <laughs> don't make me go on the journey of trying to talk about you know Rockwell as George W. Bush. So how about Cooper as Elephant Man with not a stitch of makeup on? <laughs> okay, don't come yeah, at me with that shit. That's a that's a little off as far as casting goes. He just wants uh, to find his smile again. You know what I mean? He always yeah, just wants to find his smile. Look, you know who found their smile last night was Misha Barton. Actually, this is a this is a weird one that popped up. She was getting bashed online. MTV is is remaking The Hills. Okay. Okay. Uh, it, it's they're they're remaking it over. It's called The Hills: New Beginnings. It's Heidi Montag and Spencer Pratt are back again. Misha Barton has actually joined the show. But didn't was she an actress in the the OC? Yeah. So now she's this is it's going to be a reality show obviously How and meta. it's going to be about her living in the hills and so I saw some people online bashing her for it saying oh that's a great career path. I honestly can't think of a better career path. Um if she's trying to get it back and get her name out there and all that other shit, reality shows these days, if you're a Kardashian or a Real Housewives or all of that shit, they're making more money than actors these days. True, but here's a flip to that. Because okay. if you are a little bit tragic, um, i.e. Lindsay Lohan, when she tried to do hers, if you're even a little bit tragic, they're going to go with that story. So, and they are. she is a little bit tragic and a little bit crazy. So I'm sure it's going to be a, a more of a train wreck than how the Hills w- was back in the day. But go ahead. Uh, so here's, so here's my rebuttal to that. If, if she is truly crazy and tragic and all of that shit, chances are she wouldn't have gotten another acting gig anyways. T- take the money while you can here. And then let your craziness play out and then oh, move sure. on with your life. Sure. No, she should totally do it. But this is not going to be a way back for her. This is going to be a fun thing for people to watch until they get kind of tired of her. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I remember when Tara Reid did Terradice, which was a reality show in her life. And that was that did not go well whatsoever. No, uh, uh, and on, neither did on, Lindsay. On e, yeah. No, but it got her name back out there, and she got some other gigs after that. So, you know, uh, who knows at this point? But uh, when I saw it, I was like, "Holy shit!" Uh, Heidi and Spencer back with Misha Barton. Man, there's going to be a lot of people that are that are going to be there for that show. I can tell you that. Uh, I'm not. I won't be. Really, mm-hmm. I, I'll give it. A, I'll give it a Pixies. I cannot do a flesh-colored beard man and his weird-looking wife, which is Spencer Pratt. I can't do it. I can do a lot <laughs> of things. I can do a lot of things reality-wise, right? Obviously, <laughs> I can go little people in a big world. I can go little people as cops. I can go, you know, th- thruples. I can do swinging reality. I can do all of it. <laughs> <laughs> the one that i can't do is the fucking prats yeah uh, we'll see I, I i i find them entertaining so I'll, I'll give it a little peek see see what's going on okay okay man the stories keep coming by the way in amazing fashion today it's one of those days where you feel lucky that you have a podcast just so you can chat about the craziness that's going on in the world sure there's a there's an actor from ray donovan 
His name is Marion Pooch Hall. Uh, he was arrested last night for a DUI. Sure. And and I'm I hate to laugh because um, uh, look I don't I don't I don't want to see anybody's downfall. Um, and it's not the DUI that I'm I'm laughing about. But he was arrested for felony child endangerment after allegedly allegedly letting his two-year-old son drive because he was too wasted to steer the car stop it's not it's not your turn to do crime corner oh my god it's not a crime corner this is was the two-year-old driving listen we can't laugh about this for a second was a two-year-old driving uh, here's what uh, law enforcement sources told TMZ uh, that that Pooch Hall, who plays Daryl on, on Ray Donovan, sure nobody knows who Bur- that is, was driving in Burbank. I, look, if, if you're a fan of the show, you do. That's what um, I said. Was was driving in Burbank at around 7:30 p.m. Whew, that's Ooh, early. That is early. That is a that is a happy hour gone wrong. Yeah, when witnesses called 911 after seeing the toddler in his lap. Holding the steering wheel. Oh, okay. Um, <sighs> okay. Oof. We're, we're told the witnesses were horrified to watch the car veer off the road and smash into a parked car. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Man, this story gets worse. He crashed um, with the kid on his lap? You're dead, dude. You're done. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck ever seeing that kid again. And you fucking shouldn't either. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that that this guy should go to jail for a long, long time for this. Holy. I mean, maybe a four-year-old, but two? Two, yeah. They, they said, <laughs> let's see, when cops came to the scene, uh, they smelled alcohol, obviously. His, his blood alcohol level was 0.25, more than three times the legal limit. 2.5? 0.25, yeah. Hey, look, man, I've been there, and you do not know who... You've ever been. <laughs> um, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Fuck, man. That's a weird story, isn't it? <sighs> that that is a that's a crime corner. Sorry, but yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh, like as much as I'm laughing about that, that's that's awful. It's awful. Oh yeah. man. See, here's what I thought. Here's the first thing I thought. So he gets pulled over and like gets in the back seat and throws his kid up in the front and says that he was driving. I don't know. Because you know I, how I you, you do the switcheroo. They've done it with people have done it with dogs before and shit. Just being like, he was driving, not me. I thought that's my first thing that I thought. But no, he had him on the lap and crashed with him out of the seat crazy okay. right okay that's rough that's a rough one you don't come back from that you don't come back Jesus, from that man that's horrible all right that's horrible you, you look you can let two-year-olds do a lot of stuff uh driving a vehicle though eh, it's a little above them you know right they can't um pour milk into a glass without sp- you know what i mean no no yeah no no, no. man uh, that's, that's a crazy one. What's going on in the world of Jabes over there today? What, what do you got going on today, Jabes? What do I have going on? Um, party all day, party all night. Right. Um, I'm putting up my Columbus decorations. Again, I'm not doing Halloween stuff. 
I'm doing strictly Columbus Day um, decorations outside the house. And, um, you know, just just living the dream. I was looking up uh, weird laws in Vegas just to make sure that you aren't going to get arrested. Oh, yeah? For what? Okay, so don't... It's illegal to lie down on the sidewalk. So I know that you like to do that. I'm actually a big fan of that. I do that everywhere I go. So you're saying I can't do that here? You can't do that. I just don't want you to get arrested out there. Um, Okay. You can't put benches in the middle of the street. That's illegal. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Um, You cannot... Another thing that's illegal. You... A man is forbidden from buying drinks for more than three people other than himself at any one period during the day. Yeah. Vegas, as crazy as it seems, actually has like weird laws. Like you can't curse in the casino. You can get thrown out for that. You can't fall asleep on the machines. Get thrown out for that. Um, sex toys are actually outlawed. I mean, that's Reno. No. Yeah. Is that weird? Does that not seem? Here's the, ex- huh. here's the exact law. Let me read it. Okay. Sex yeah, because on the way in, I saw a huge sex toy store where, where it's just like the, half the size of a warehouse. And I was like, huh, that's pretty big. That's pretty bold for what's going on in there. <laughs> yeah. You think that that's totally legal there, but it is more hush-hush than, than you think. Huh, is it right. just Vegas yeah. like turns a blind eye to things, right? Right. If they really had enough like law enforcement to enforce all these laws, it would be bad. But they just, it's too, it's too crazy. It shall be unlawful for any person to sell, offer to sell, or display for sale any device, including but not limited to dildos and artificial vaginae. Now, listen, I didn't know the plural for vagina. Did you? No, I didn't actually. Is that that's so? That's two vaginas, huh? Or or multiple vaginas? Multiple vaginas is vagina. Okay. 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 And uh, you can't sell anything designed for for the primary use of stimulation of the human genital organs. So someone ah. had to write that law, and just so you know, just don't lay down on the sidewalk. That's the only thing I was worried about. Um, you know. Because I know you like. Right. To, I know you like to do that. I do. I do enjoy to do that a lot. I do enjoy to do that uh, a lot. So, all right, those are those are things to live by. I I appreciate you giving me the heads up while I'm out here. Yeah, you know, no problem, it. no problem. And it's like you party in Vegas, me out here. You know, um, celebrating Columbus Day. Celebrating Columbus Day, putting up the decorations. I feel samesies. You know. Yep. Yep. Um. So I'm in, I'm right there with you in the same boat. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm super amped about that. Uh, you never asked me my, my favorite ship and it's the Pinta. Oh, Big fan of the Pinta. sorry. You were sitting on that one, huh? You were sitting on oh, that little nugget of gold. Let that sift through your grates. Um, now it's time for the revolutionary figure of the day. Shall we, Jabes? We shall. Throwing this one out to the OG, Bugsy Siegel. He um, opened the first Las Vegas casino December 26th, 1946, known as the Pink Flamingo. Oh, yes. I love the Flamingo. Is it the Flamingo now? 
I don't know. I don't know if it's the same or, or what they did, um, but it was it was billed as the West's greatest resort hotel. The 105-room property is the first luxury hotel on the Strip. Mm. Um, said, said it was built about four miles from, from downtown Las Vegas. Okay. Pretty pimp. Pretty pimp. And you know Bugsy Siegel was fucking doing some shady illegal shit, which I love about Vegas. That's, that's, that's what I miss about Vegas. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I, mi- I miss those, those people that could be killed next to you where they owe the casino too much money and they just somebody walks up behind them, taps them on the shoulder and says, hey, come with me. Congratulations. You're getting iced out in the middle of the desert. Yeah, I don't like actually that Vegas is like a place to bring your kids. Like I wanted it to to stay dirty Vegas, you know? Yeah. There's yeah. it's just it's changed. Vegas, you've changed. It has. It has. Uh but you haven't, Jabes. You're celebrating Columbus Day. You're a champion. I'm out here in Vegas. Uh, come see me tomorrow night at Leathernecks uh, for the live show if you happen to be in town. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. Jabes, why don't you play us off the air with that new song from Lady Gaga from A Star Is Born, since we're all in on this, okay? Okay. Now, do you want me to just sing it? No. Oh, okay. Nope. No, got nope. it, got it. Okay, bye. Yep. Tell me something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world? Or do you need more? Is there something else you're searching for? I'll fall in In all the good times I find myself longing for change Tell me something, boy Aren't you tired trying to fill that void? Or do you need more? Ain't it hard keeping it so hard? I feel myself 